0: Hey guys, welcome into the Corked Up podcast. I am Jack. He is Frank. Uh, this may be the final days of the Corked Up podcast. Just the name, not the podcast itself. The, the, we, we, I think we have, I think we may have a winner. We're, we're still going to have to figure some some things out, but I think we have a new name change coming pretty soon. Um, uh, Frank, I, I know when I said this could be the end of the Corked Up podcast, I, I could hear you you inside your mind just saying, thank hey, fuck, you know, we can jump. <laughs> 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 but uh but no you're stuck with me you're stuck with me forever you decided to do this podcast you were begging me to bring it back you know we were on a hiatus for quite some time and you're like let's let's bring it back I'm like all right fine whatever so here we are talking about football and and pretty much just football so we're looking for a football centric podcast name and uh Frank I, I think, think we, we got, got it yeah I think we do as well no spoilers we'll 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 do something fun to to reveal the name if we decide to go that route. But, Frank, we did our coaching rankings. You know, we, we were, like, hoping maybe something big would happen, right? Like, because this NFL offseason has been pretty quiet. I don't know if you've noticed. Not a lot has happened. And uh, we're just waiting to see if maybe something would happen. Uh, still got a little bit towards a little bit of time before the draft here. So uh, we're going to give our quarterback rankings. Um, and now we did rank all 32 quarterbacks based off of the starting quarterbacks right now. Now this could change with the draft and we'll, we'll get into that with our rookies eventually, uh, cause we still do want to do a lot of our, you know, rookie rankings, kind of where we think they could end up in a, you know, best situation, you know, maybe fantasy wise, um, whether that's quarterback, running back, wide receiver, uh, all that good stuff. So, um, We'll kind of do it the same same exact structure that we did our our head coaches. Um, this time it'll just be a little different because we'll have all thirty two as opposed to I think twenty seven um, coaches. So Frank, let's uh let's go thirty two to thirty seven. I'm good at math. That sounds right. 27, 32 27. Twenty seven, thirty two to twenty seven. Yeah, tw- you know what? Let's do twenty six to thirty two, and then we'll and then we'll do five from there. Sound yeah, good? I'm cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. All right, Frank. So give me give me your give me your 26 through 32. I went first last time, so so I'm gonna let you go first this time.
1: Okay. 26 for me, and this was tough because I really wanted to put him last uh with Zach Wilson. Um and I, I'll give some tidbits as we go, but I'll just go with the list first. Zach Wilson, 26. Tua Tonga 27, mm-hmm. Trey Lance, 28. And to be honest, here's for me is where th- there's like a distinguishing line here. <laughs> From 29 to 32 to me it's like it's
0: garbage it's garbage it's yeah, yeah it's it's, Trash. it's like
1: you're, yeah. So 29 is Sam Darnold, 30 is Drew Lock, 31 is Marcus Mariota and 32 is Mitchell Trubisky. Now I feel like I could have ordered them really any which way to be quite I you, there's a case for Sam Darnold to be 32, there's a case for Drew Lock to be 32 the reason why I went with Mitch 32 is because people are being bought in that. Oh, it was, it was just naggy. It's going to be, he's, he's going to be fine. All of these guys that I listed in some capacity can be well from like from 29 to 32, the the dumpster juice here can be in some capacity starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm not saying these guys are backups. The, these guys are a tad bit better than backups. I think it may, it may be except for drew lock. Um, but they're, not, I mean, this is like fringe. These are transition quarterbacks at the very best case scenario. And that's kind yeah. of the, the situation that all of them are in right now. Like Mariota going to Atlanta. Well, he signed a two-year deal, but there's no shot he start If he can <laughs> even stay healthy, he's starting more than one year. They're getting a quarterback next year some way, somehow. Mitch Trubisky may not start this year. They may still draft a quarterback this year. They're gonna hit him with a Mike Glennon treatment. They are they are gonna have him in the draft party all dappered up. Yeah. Bam. Malik Willis. They trade up to get Malik or, or just something. Um, but no, the other one's really quick. Like Zach Wilson, you know, for as much shit as I gave him, there were he, he made some solid throws. There was no sort of consistency with his play, but you really saw the talent. Like the the, the I, I saw I started to see talent wise what others maybe saw in the draft process because I didn't see it during the draft process I still don't think he's a top end uh type of prospect but I was like okay maybe my expectations are just that low though um Trey he's really just that low because I, I I almost trust San Francisco's judgment like there's a reason they didn't play him I still love his talent I think he is a blue chip prospect and he can be a really good quarterback maybe they just think he's still too raw or somebody I mean there's nothing what are we what are we doing with him, right? Like you, can't, right? There's not much to do. Tua has the he has the strongest case to be made to be thrown even lower than that. He just has not been very good. It, it, it feels like it feels like he's like a Teddy Bridgewater type of quarterback, but he doesn't have that that high floor.
0: Yeah, he has
1: like the ceiling of Teddy, which is like he can be more of a steady game, but the floor is fucking low, like yeah. really low. And we saw that pretty consistent over the last few years and then you sort of combine that with his uh with his injury history it's it's hard to, to get him you know too high on the list what were you rocking with 26 through 32
0: so 26 i had uh i had davis mills um i i liked what i actually saw from from davis mills last year i just think i i want to see a little bit more um i mean if he plays well enough the texans may just kind of Maybe they roll with him for a little bit longer. He's not bad. He's he didn't look bad. I I think there's some promise to him. So, uh, but I I think the quarterbacks that ranked above him I've seen a little bit more from consistently other than Trey Lance because I do have Trey Lance a little bit higher. Uh, but that I think is just more ceiling stuff. Um, Zach Wilson was 27 for me. Uh, Dan Daniel Jones was 28. Mitch was 29, Sam Darnold, 30, 31 was Mariota, and 32 is Drew Locke. Drew Locke should not be a starter in the NFL. And I, I don't <laughs> – I, I I swear to God, I think people just look at him and just say, he should be a quarterback. Like, he should be a starting quarterback. But then you watch him play, and you're like, God, this guy fucking sucks. Like, I I would not be surprised if they draft a quarterback at number nine, whether that's Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, something. they. I can't see Drew Locke going into the season as the starter, unless the plan is to tank, which we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, Mariota at thirty-one, we've we've seen him in a good offense. We've seen him in a good situation with Tennessee, and didn't do anything then. So I don't. I, it was kind of the same thing with him and Mitch. Like I didn't really get the hype that everybody was like, just kind of like, oh well, there he he plays quarterback, so he's good again. Like I didn't really, I didn't really get that. Uh, Sam Darnold, I mean, we, We're, I, I feel bad for the guy. Like, I I feel like he just can't land in the right situation, right? Like, I don't think he'll be the starter day one in, in Carolina either. I think if they draft a quarterback, then he'll, he may be their backup, but I still, th- I still think there's talent there. I just, he needs to be in the right situation, and I don't think that's happened back to back years.
1: I see. I thought that last before last year,
0: yeah. I
1: think, I think we're seeing Sam Darnold. I think we're seeing that sort of evolution of thought that you're talking about with Mariota and Mitch, but like, well, they were high draft picks and they deserve a second chance. Like yeah, I just got to keep th- giving them chance the after-, after
0: chance. Yeah. yeah.
1: Darnold is the aftermath of that where it's like, well, fuck me. Like, if you still believe in them, it's like, man, they have the talent. Maybe it's just not, but it's like, the thing the thing with Darnold is he had a lot of question marks come up after his last year at college. Like yeah. had he had he left the year before, I don't think I think the narrative is a little bit different, but it just sort of fits with what we saw in the NFL as well. Yeah. Um but with all that, with all that said, man, there's not a doubt in my mind that if Justin Fields stays another year in college, he goes number one and it's not even close this year.
0: This in this draft? In yeah, this draft. No, no, How he's, he's fucking
1: cute, lucky? I mean, Sam Darnold. And Carolina they they skip out on Justin Fields um
0: Broncos at nine Broncos
1: at nine skip out on Justin Fields the Giants who may be looking to were well, that's who we traded up with they may be looking to get on from Daniel I mean so much had to go right
0: Atlanta taking a tight end Atlanta of taking a
1: tight end they have already moved I mean it's it, it's it's insanity yeah. um but now we're going 21 through 25
0: yeah, 20, 21 through 25.
1: Perfect. And here were the guys really, um, except for except for one, I'll just go through it. So 21 for me was Davis Mills. Same with you. I, I really liked what I saw from him. I, objectively, just isolating that one season, I thought he had the second best quarterback uh, rookie quarterback season of all of them. Um, 22 for me was Trevor Lawrence. Towards cool. the end of the year, I started to see more and more from him and honestly, just statistically, he—I mean—he had a really good. If you just look at the numbers, like it, like for a rookie year, it wasn't bad. Thirty-seven hundred yards, you know, TD interception ratio. That's you just take that with a grain of salt with rookies, especially talented ones. Um, but I'm also—it's like the Urban Meyer thing. I'm like I'm throwing like the fact that you even produced in such a toxic environment like that is is more impressive than you know than than other things. Uh, Twenty-three for me was was Justin Fields. Um, 24 was Danny dimes. And then 25 was Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was, you know, obviously on the lower half of like this list of thinking, like you still have the talent and I can see you. you like, it was more of like projecting you to, to be, to take a step. Um, I don't know if he'll do that in Washington. I think, I think next year he'll be much lower on my list, but I still, I, I think the way that you, that you described Sam Darnold, I sort of looked at that way about Danny dimes, to be quite honest with you. Like, yeah, I do think he's talented. I just don't think New York has ever really been much offensively around him. Like, I'm not saying if you you surround him with this or that, he's a top 10 guy. I'm just saying, like, he's not as bad as people think that he is. Like, I'm obviously not saying he's a world beater because I have him at 24 out of 32. Like, he's yeah. at the lower end of my list. But talent-wise, I do think if you surround him with the right pieces, he could catapult to, like, I mean, as we go up this list, he could be above guys like Ryan Tannehill, Jalen Hurts. Like, he has that kind of talent. Um, and I hope they can get it figured out, or maybe he's just like a, a Tannehill type of guy, where he needs a whole different situation to get the thing figured out. But I, I've never been so down on Danny Dimes to say like, yeah, he's a bum. He did like the way you were talking about Drew Locke, which I agree with. But yeah. I was I've never been that down on on Daniel Jones.
0: So I had Daniel I had Daniel Jones at twenty eight, and I think for me, there's I, I had a number of factors in terms of putting together this list. Number one was. How I looked at it was, if I were starting a team this year, who would I want to be as my quarterback? And then I kind of started going, you know, ranking it that way. And and when you get to these lower numbers, I'm like, would I rather have Davis Mills or would I rather have Daniel Jones? And it's like, I'd rather have Davis Mills at this point because Daniel Jones, I agree. I think there's a lot of talent left to, to be, you know, brought out from him the injury stuff is starting to make me a little more concerned. He he really has not been able to put together like a full season. I get that his supporting cast isn't all that good, but, you know, we we've seen good quarterbacks kind of transcend that type of stuff. Um, I think the arm talent is there. I just don't think the Giants are a good fit for him. I just, I think what they thought they were drafting when they, when they traded up for him um, was I think they thought they were going to get, Eli Manning 2.0. And Daniel Jones is not as good as Eli Manning is, uh, or was, I should say. I, I think there's like you said, I think there's probably like middle of the pack talent, but especially with the athleticism side too, but he's just not been able to put it all together. And again, that's maybe not, you know, fair to him because just a bad situation, but I I I need to see consistency if I'm gonna move a guy you know, that much higher. Again, we're still in the low 20s, so it's not like, you know, you and I right. are, are that far apart. Um, I had those younger quarterbacks a little bit higher than you. Uh, so 21 for me was two. 22 was Trey Lance. 23 was Jameis. Uh, 24, Carson Wentz. And then 25 was Jared Goff. I mean, we, <laughs> the Lions, I think, were, were, were convinced that Jared Goff was maybe like a Ryan Tannehill, where like, you saw the really good, you know, in in, uh, in LA and, you know, just a new situation. And it was like, he was even worse in Detroit than I think I thought he was going to be. I thought he'd be serviceable. And he, I mean, he was okay, but like, they, he sucked. <laughs> he was just bad. Uh, Carson Wentz, an enigma to me. He's just a very strange player. I, I really don't know how... To describe him um i think he'll be fine in washington but not anything significant jamis he's just every opportunity he's had he's kind of just blown like last year was his opportunity to really establish himself and he and he gets hurt now granted injuries you can never you very rarely blame that on players unless you're carson once choosing to get sacked by aaron donald and then breaking both of your ankles like that's completely different um but I, I need to see it from Jameis. Like it, it almost seems like he's too comfortable kind of where he's at. And I, I haven't seen him getting better, right? I mean he started off the season really well last year. But he did. Sean Sean Payton's gone. That play caller's gone. That offense kinda I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really like it right now.
1: There's there's a weird thing with Jameis. It, this is going to be a, maybe a weird comparison, but I think people who, who have followed both will completely understand what I'm saying. I remember when Dwight Howard was with the Orlando Magic way back in the day, his MVP years. And it's like it's yeah. clear he had so much talent. He was playing well, but he just like he was goofing off all the time. He like didn't take the game serious. And you could like yeah. you could see it. And it was like validated when Kobe when he went to the late when Dwight Howard went to the Lakers and Kobe was like, nah. We're, we're, that's not what we do here. Like <laughs> fam, like it's cool to joke and play, but like when it's time to work, it's time to work. And I feel like that's what we get out of Jameis. Like, and, and this could just be complete, you know, perception based up, but like you see them all, it's, it's all, everything's a joke in the warmups. You're making joke. And it's like, bro, when do you lock it the fuck in? Yeah. And like hone in on your talent because the arm talent is there. Yeah. You know, he, he's not the most fleet of foot, but he, he certainly isn't like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, like superstar. Like he can maneuver the pocket you know, with with the best of them. But it's like, when do you really start to take this serious? Because it just never seems like he does. And and at first, I remember a couple years ago thinking like, man, like he's just one of the most unintentionally funny people. And he (laughs) does seem to be. Yeah. But it's also like, do you not sort of even comprehend exactly what the moment is? Like, yeah, or or what what's happening? Like, do you realize you're in the NFL? There just seems to be like a, a disconnect sometimes with Jameis.
0: When he first like came onto the scene at Florida state, I remember watching him and I was like, Damn, this guy's, this guy's fucking good. I'm like, this guy's going to be the number one draft pick. He was like a true freshman. Like when he becomes draft eligible, like he's going to be, you know, quarterback one, like, Oh, I hope, you know, I hope the bears get him, or, you know, whatever, not the Colts at the time, obviously. Cause they had, they had the goat, they had the goat Andrew Luck. Um, but, uh, and and then, like, you saw it in his true freshman season, you're like, this guy's fucking good. This guy's got it. And then I think, like, the success almost, like, went to his head, and he just kind of started becoming more of the guy that we see today where, you know, stealing crab legs from restaurants and, and just doing, like, goofy shit. And it's just like, does he take it seriously? And, again, this could be just perception stuff. We don't know him personally. We have no idea. We don't see the off the field stuff or when he's practicing or anything like that. But it's just like, I feel like he's, he has the talent to be very good, but it just hasn't all come together. And then again, I, without Sean Payton, I I just don't, I just don't know what this offense is really going to look like and who's going to be teaching Jameis, you know, to take that next step. Uh, Trey, again, just kind of the, you know, the the high level stuff you were talking about, but the one that I wanted to talk about was Tua. Because uh, I definitely have a little, uh, a little bit higher than you do at 21. Honestly, I, I could you could make the argument that Wentz could be higher. Maybe even Davis Mills could be higher at this point. Um, I think that hip injury was a lot more serious than we were led to believe. I think the Dolphins really missed this one with choosing him over, over Justin Herbert. Because, I mean, you watch the tape for Justin Herbert and you're like, all right, yeah, definitely see a legit starting quarterback, maybe not nearly as good as he has been already, but you're like, I I can see it with this guy. I sent you a video the other day of Tua where it's like, it was like NFL's Instagram and they're like, who's going to take that third step or who's going to take the next step of these young quarterbacks? And it's like Joe Burrow, just like dropping in a fucking bucket, Justin Herbert doing the same thing. And Tua, he like has to do like the baseball crow hop. (laughs) Just fucking puts all of his effort into it and it still kind of falls short of where the receiver wants. Like, if he throws it ahead of him, it's an easy touchdown, it's a walk in, but the guy kind of has to wait for the ball to get there and then he, you know, eventually does get in. But it's just that arm strength just isn't there. I don't know how this is going to work with Tyreek Hill and Miami, Frank, but. I don't know. I I just I don't see it with Tua. I I probably could have brought him down a little bit lower and and I probably should. But um, that that's just was was my thought process as well, as well as keeping him down below these younger guys like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields.
1: I mean, if we're just talking physical talent here, like what you can do, arms, legs. Tua might have been last for me. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, like you just look at the other guys that we're naming off, and like you just see talent, whether it's arm talent or a combination of athleticism and arm talent. Justin Fields just visually looks like you know what I mean. Like you see, like even Zach Wilson. You know, I'm not that high on Zach Wilson. His arm, he has a rocket for an arm. He he, yeah. he can make like he may not be accurate deep, but he can get it there at least. Like two, <laughs> just like you said, two are just. I feel like the people who are higher on him than than even you are on this list, because I, I I had him at twenty-seven, it's they, they think he's elite at the short game. And that may be true, but I mean, how much of the short game can you really succeed with in today's NFL? Like the the last two that we saw be dominant with more of like a short intermediate game was Drew Brees. And Peyton Manning. But before both of their arms got shot, and they never maybe had like a Brett Favre, type, they had they could throw the ball deep. Yeah. Like Drew Britt when you think of Drew Brees when he first hooked up with uh Sean Payton, he was airing the shit out of that ball. He wasn't that about, wasn't no dink and dunk offense.
0: Yeah, Brandon Cooks in that, that offense was, was yeah. really, really good. Yeah. So
1: that that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like people start to misremember certain court. And, and again, same with, with Peyton Manning. He 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 wasn't throwing it deep like they were, but that just wasn't what the offense called for, but he can get it down. He, he can get the ball deep. He was very, a very accurate deep passer. And it's like Tua, not only is he not accurate beyond maybe 15 yards, he can't like, he can't get it there. Just like you said, like, so I, I don't know, man. I,
0: it, I've never seen a quarterback that young have to crow hop it and, and try, and the ball still look like it takes all of his might to to throw it down the field. Like it's, It kind of reminded me of of like Nick Foles of the jokes we I I would make to you last year when I'm like, dude, it looks like it takes everything to get it five yards. Yeah, not that's not Tua, but like that that hip injury I think has cost him a lot. I agree.
1: I mean, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, 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 no. I that that that's kind of that was kind of it for me.
1: No, I, I I agree, and I'm gonna be real with you. I think with the weapons that they surrounded him with the the offensive head coach, this is the last year for him. Yeah, I don't think, uh, and 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 hopefully he stays healthy, so Miami can get some sort of closure with him, whether or not they want to move on. But even if he's not healthy, he hasn't been healthy since he's been in the league. Like that's probably another reason to move on as well. And it sucks because coming out of college, I was very high on him. I thought he was going to be a really good player. Um, he just hasn't lived up to 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 my expectations. And I think that's sort of the way this list played as well. And maybe that's why I was a little bit higher on Davis Mills because, like, going in, I'm like fourth round pick. who fucking cares like this guy but he you know he played much higher than anything that i expected um so you know that sort of perception that sort of uh expect a uh, personal expectation i think comes into play in these lists as well um yeah i think we can move on to what are we doing 16 to 20
0: you can do 15 to 20 if you, yeah 15
1: to 20 okay we'll do yeah. 15 to 20 15 for me uh was matt ryan um 16 for me was mac jones 17 ryan Tannehill. 18 Jalen Hurts, 19 Jared Goff, 20 was Jameis. So we were pretty much the same on Jameis. We weren't far away on Jameis. I think I said all I can say about him. Goff, me and you differed because I think Goff, I, I think his year in Detroit sort of proved what I thought about him. Anyway, he's a product of what's around him. He, he, he's yeah. a capable enough quarterback that if you surround him with elite talent, he's middle of the pack. If you surround him with bad talent, he's gonna be he's gonna be you know just below middle of the pack if not worse. Like he's not gonna win you games, but Not necessarily lose your games either. He just kind of, you know, does whatever. He 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 is like the the icing on the cake. And if it's a terrible cake, the icing ain't going to be good either. It's not going to save you. But if it's a really good cake, that icing is like okay, decent quarterback here. Um, Jalen Hurts for me, he he was one of the harder ones.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: That to 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 rank because I feel like I could have ranked him even lower. But I did really see steps from him, but I looked at his stats, I was like, man, his stats were not that good. but he he he's a guy for me, I mean, almost not to the same degree, but I think Philly's gonna be looking at this year of like if you don't really take that step, like be consistent this year, we're gonna have to start looking elsewhere. I, I think what hurts Philly is that I think even if he unless he's like horrible, horrible, which I don't think he'll ever be, his floor is too high he's he's too he's too good of a runner. They're not going to be in a good in a good enough draft position to, to replace him. I don't think so. That, that's going to be. They're in a tough situation. I think them and Miami are in a tough situation with that. Tannehill for me, middle of the pad. I mean, he he's sort of like that. The the what 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 is that like the the that that line where like if if your quarterback's better, you're in decent shape. If they're worse, you might want to yeah. look to 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 move on from him. He's like the litmus test type of thing. Yeah,
0: the meridian line. Yeah,
1: he's like the meridian line. He's like the right right in the middle. Um, And then Mac Jones, I mean, just like I said, at 16, I think it was more of a perception thing. I I wasn't like high on him, but I wasn't down on him. It was, we, we've discussed this plenty of times on the podcast where it's, I don't know why it sounds disrespectful to say that he's the most pro ready, but he doesn't have the highest ceiling. And I think we saw that. I think we sort of saw that like, he's a professional quarterback. He he's going to get the job done. He's going to make the right decisions, but I don't know if he's ever going to if he's ever going to be, be be the reason that they win, like the, the Patriots right now give me that young, they like the way they built around young Tom Brady. Like it was clear that Tom wasn't that guy the first couple championships. It wasn't until like the third ring ringer was like, all right, this dude took steps. So if Matt t- takes those steps, we can continue to get him higher. But if he is who I think he is, I think he's going to consistently be from like 13 to 16, which is a good spot. That's that's still a good quarter. You can win with that quarterback. Um, he just happened to, to to sort of hit hit what I think his ceiling is in year one.
0: I had uh, at fifteen, I had Kirk Cousins, uh, sixteen Jalen Hurts, seventeen Mac Jones, eighteen Justin Fields, nineteen Trevor Lawrence, and twenty Ryan Tannehill because Ryan Tannehill sucks and he's garbage. And out of those five quarterbacks, he's the one I'd want the least on my team. Uh, that athleticism is is is. It's gonna go eventually, and as soon as it does, Frank, his arm sucks. He's always had a bad arm, and his his rushing is really what's kept him alive as a relevant quarterback. Um, Kirk Cousins, he's he's a guy, man. He's a guy who puts up stats. We've, we've talked about him plenty of enough times already. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I think Jalen. It's it's interesting because. I really wanted the Bears to get him in the second round, right? You and I talked about this before, and you saw the dual threat. Like, he's almost like a Lamar Jackson light. Like, he's not he's not as good of a thrower, and he's probably not good of, as good of a runner. He's like a
1: poor man's Lamar. But he's
0: still really, maybe really good is a little bit strong of a word, but he's still good. Like, he can still, like you were saying, you can still win with him. I also can't just ignore the fact that the Eagles have not found any wide receivers outside of a guy who was, uh, except for a Heisman Trophy winner. Like, if, they, if it's not already, you know, predestined to be a superstar wide receiver, they just can't find him a guy. Like, it's it's the weirdest thing. So, like, I want to see if they can add some talent to that to that wide receiver group uh, in the, in the draft, Um, I, they haven't really done a lot in free agency in terms of the offense. So, um, I, I want to see if maybe they can get some good pieces. Like you were saying, Mac Jones at 17. He, I think that's right around where, where he'll be for his career, which is again, pretty good. You know, I think he can maybe get up to maybe 13. I think honestly, I think maybe he has like a Dak Prescott type of ceiling almost where it's like, He's never going to quite be like a superstar quarterback, but he's going to be very good, very good. And you can definitely win with him. And Bill Belichick is a guy who can definitely win. I'm curious to see what that offense will look like without Josh McDaniels. Um, You know, if he already has to learn, you know, a, a system that maybe isn't as quarterback friendly that we've seen work for some other guys. So, um you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what that looks like. Justin Fields at 18. I put him ahead of Trevor Lawrence just based off the eye test. I think, I think, I mean, you, you kind of, people are are way, way, way too low on, on Trevor Lawrence. Like after one season where, I mean, it's historically bad with a head coach who gets hired, you know, big time contract, pretty much entire say of the roster, all that stuff. And then he's gone, you know, not even fully after his first season. Trevor Lawrence is going to bounce back. I, he's too good not to. Um, but I like, I like Justin Fields situation a little bit better. Hey, it's not the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I'm sure, you know, Jags fans will probably be like, well, <laughs> the bears have had about as much success at quarterback and you're not wrong. You know, maybe David Garrard and, and, uh, and Jay Cutler probably cancel each other out. Right. It, it's, it's been a struggle, but I, I like the things I've been hearing from Matt Eberflus on on what he wants to do with Justin Fields. They still need to get him some weapons, right? Like you can't go into the season with Mooney and, and Pringle as your as your you know top two wide receivers. That that can't happen. Um, but we know what we saw from Justin Fields, right? And people want. I, I told you this, but you know. The, the same thing that people were complaining about Mitch Trubisky and explaining why he's deserves another shot as a starting quarterback. Well, it was Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy was terrible. If if you truly believe that, then you can't say that Justin Fields sucks. You, you you literally can't say that. Yeah. And it's such I, a weird. I I know why they think that, but, you know, it, yeah. you can't make that argument.
1: It's, well, it's a very weird thing because I think we all accept that Matt Nagy was a huge issue in Chicago. So at that point, you sort of take, and and this isn't to strengthen my argument here, but you sort of take 2018 out of the picture because that was before, I, really it's it was the first eight or nine games you take out of the picture because that was when the offense looked the best, but that was the time that defenses just didn't have time to adjust to what Matt Nagy wanted to do. So from that point on, You sort of now, you know, teams are fully preparing for an offense that they know, you know, what they do. They sort of know the identity of it. And from that point on is when Mitch started to look very suspect as well. Yeah. So it wasn't only Mitch or or Matt Nagy taking the league, you know, by surprise. It was Mitch being a part of taking, (laughs) taking the league by surprise. And when you sort of so, so, you know, with that said and saying that, you know, let's just say that Nagy was the bigger problem of, of, of things. Like, you look at some of the games, like, against the Steelers with Justin Fields, like, against San Francisco, like, against Detroit. I don't remember Mitch ever having that many wow throws. Right. That throw down, this, down the seam, What was it to Graham or Komet that just went right over a Steelers helmet and over his shoulder pad to fucking thread the needle, throwing guys open. Again, none of this was consistent. It, it, blame it on him. Blame it on uh, the coach blame it on a little bit of both. I don't care who you blame it on. The reason why he's not higher on my list is because he didn't have he wasn't consistent enough, but just those flash plays. You yeah. see the talent that jumped way off the screen. I don't know if Mitch even made a handful of throws like that, you know, throughout his full tenure as a bear. You think about that one Justin Fields rolling left, touchdown to Horstead, fucking on the money, or or Jesse James, I'm sorry. Like that that is a big time throw that not every quarterback in this league can make. Right. And it's like, so when people wanna, oh, it's really his fault. Okay, blame it on whoever you want to. But if we're talking about just talent wise and who has a higher ceiling and what you see more of, I stand by this. I don't think this is a hot take. Justin Field showed me more in one year than Mitch showed us in four. Hands down to me.
0: Yeah. I, I agreed. And and that's why I still have that's why I had him in the in the middle of the pack. Because I, I think you when I was looking at like I said, when I was looking at this at this list, I was doing it based off of which quarterbacks I would want on my team, you know, maybe for a season, right. Maybe for one year, I I just don't know. I, I, if people only look at the numbers for Justin Fields, yeah, they're obviously not going to look that great. But if you have the context of it, if you're looking at just the throws, the good, really, really good throws, you know, that there's still a lot left to be desired, especially if he's going to get a head coach that, or an offensive coordinator that maybe will play to his strengths more than, actively hindering him and actively not getting the best players out there because for some reason they made a commitment to fucking Jason Peters and he had to be out there. Like all that shit is gone. It's out the window. Um, Frank, give me a, give me 11 to 14, give me 11 to 14. And then we'll, and then we'll to enter 14. our top 10.
1: Uh, and before I did it too, I, I had Matt Ryan at, at 15. I just wanted to quickly remark, I am very intrigued as to what he does with the Colts. Um, next year he's going to be at
0: number eight for you
1: uh, maybe right now, but he, had. I, I was watching just some of the film and looking at his stats. He had a bad year. Like I, I, I just assumed cause he's put up 4,000 yards plus for the last like 15. <laughs> years. I was like, Oh, yeah. he had another, you know, the team was just bad. He was bad. Yeah. It was like really bad. It was like 19 touchdowns, 12 picks, I think 3,600 yards on my, I'm like, Egh. I mean, we didn't, I didn't watch very much Atlanta football cause they were atrocious, but yeah. I think,
0: I mean, you know, part of that too, you got to, you know, that, that Falcons offense
1: they're Oh, 100%. And that's why I said, I I think, I think this year is going to show us more about what he has left in the tank versus last year. You could chalk it up to, to the system, lack of talent injuries, Calvin Ridley, you know, betting in house money that they would lose. So you would, you know, all that, uh, 11 to 14, (laughs) 11 for me. Um, and I almost wanted to put him lower, but I don't think I can justify getting him any lower than this. Uh, Russell Wilson was eleven for me. Um, I think that's a proper rating for him. I think anywhere from probably like nine to thirteen is a good spot. But I think I think had, people are going
0: to be surprised by him not being in our top ten. Because I that's, spoilers, that's, I also had him at eleven.
1: Yeah, and I think you you severely overrate him if you have him in your top five. I, I mean, because like when we go through, the, and if we if we want to do this, we can. I don't want to pick on him. But I do think he's become one of the more overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, again, he has this year to really prove me wrong because I've always said it's hard to tell where sort of his um, play style or just like him wanting to hold the ball and make the home run every time where that sort of starts and where the ugliness of Pete Carroll's offense, you know, ends and ends where it mixes. And so he has a shot with with a lot of really good weapons in Denver to so, you know, prove me wrong because he has the arms he can he can make the throw. He's a very good deep ball passer. But it it just seems like everything short and intermediate. Either he it, it, either he's not good at it or he just didn't want to do it. It's just it's very strange. Um 12 for me was Kyler Murray. Uh 13 for me was Dak. And that's I, I, I hate that for Dak because if you if we did this exercise, I think we did do this exercise last year. I had him at like seven or so. I, I was like very high. last year left a very sour taste in my mouth about that. Yeah. Um, and then 14 for me was Kirk cousins. Um, I, I feel like I could have had Kirk lower, but I I was struggling to see who I wanted to put above him, to be honest with you. Like I I couldn't really justify having for, for me anyway, anyone behind him, maybe Matt Ryan, but at at that point, just interchangeable between 14 and 15. Um, but just going up and down, I, I, I mean, Dak if that was his floor, dallas is is in good shape. but if the, if 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 last year was him descending, whoo, they gave him a lot of money. And you know he he's gonna have to prove this year that he's the number seven or whatever I had him last year because because you know, or, or or before last year because last year was bad. I think Kyler man, part of it for me is is he has all the talent in the world. No one's denying that he 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 can run. He's probably one of the best runners and one of the best passers in the league all combined in one player but you know we we hear things about Carson Wentz and Indy and his sort of you know Ursay came on so you hear certain things and you don't like to hear that it's I wouldn't doubt that it's like that with Kyler too yeah we're like in the locker room I don't know if it's maturity I don't know what you know what what ex- exactly it is but and maybe it's a little bit to do with the it probably is to do with the coaching staff as well but there's no excuse for you all to end the season like that and, and, and for you all to go out like that, like you, you all started off seven and one had a top five offense and defense and then just died. F- you died. Yeah, die. Yeah. You back into the playoffs. That's, that's not, you know, that's not a good look. And then with him acting, you know, wanting the new contract and this, like, again, me and you talk about this. Is that a very interesting trade proposition? 100%. Colts could have went after him. Maybe it's like a Derek Carr for Kyler Murray, but he wants to be paid. He's going to hold out. I think wherever he would have gone. Who is paying him Deshaun Watson money, even though the off the field stuff I get, I'm just saying talent wise, you know, that who who is going to pay because Kirk Cousins shouldn't. And he's my next one. He shouldn't be getting what he's getting paid. Right. It's like, yeah. But 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 who's going to pay him Kirk Cousins money even like that? Like my point is, it's not for lack of talent. It's that usually in the NFL, you get paid for what you've done, not what you're gonna do. It's always been that way. Von yeah. Miller at 47 years old just got a six year hundred and twenty million dollar account, not because they think he's gonna be great all six years. It's because he just had a great postseason and they think he can replicate that for a year or two. Yeah. That's just the way the NFL works. And Kyler, you just haven't, I don't think, shown enough, you know, to 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 warn anything. I mean, it's the same thing with with Baker Mayfield who if we would have ranked Baker would have been probably somewhere around 18 19 you know in that range but who like if they they didn't pay him after ending his rookie year really well and then having a pretty solid second season they were like nah leading him to the playoffs they're like nah we still need to see a little bit more they're not paying too many guys early man yeah pat pat mahomes and, and, and josh allen are the anomalies they're yeah. they're not the standard look at lamar jackson right now he want a fucking mvp and he's not getting a new contract yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just so I, the way Kyler's been handling himself to me is like, again, all the talents there. I don't think he's put together a full season just yet. Where it's like, all right, he's he's the guy. So that that's what sort of hindered me getting him in the top ten. Um, and then Kirk Cousins is is, is Kirk Cousins. You can have him lower, you can have him higher. He's middle of the, He's anywhere from like fourteen to eighteen. He's a middle of the road guy. He puts up his numbers. It is what it is. Like I I don't think there's much more to say to say about uh, about Kirk.
0: Yeah, so the, the only real difference is you having uh, Kyler instead of Lamar. So I had Lamar Jackson at 12. Uh, 11 was Russell Wilson. 12, Lamar Jackson. 13, Dak Prescott. 14, Matt Ryan. And then, like I said, 15 was, was Kirk Cousins. Um, for me, I Matt Ryan, this was all about projection. Because um, you're right, he, he did not have a very good year last year, like 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Definitely not the Matt Ryan we've seen I think a lot of that, you know, is it almost felt like he was in the same situation that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace were in, where it's like, I I think it's time to call it a day, right? Like, I think it's probably time to move on. Um, And I still saw enough from that arm in terms of him being able to do like game winning drives and things like that. Like that Matt Ryan is still there. Quarterbacks at the end of their career sometimes maybe just need that, you know, kind of kicking the ass like to go to a different team and 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 try and win something. Like Phillip Rivers wasn't very good in his last season with the Chargers. He goes to the Colts and, and plays pretty well. Um if, if they know that it's kind of the end of the 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 chapter, the end of the book, they may put something a little more extra into that offseason, you know, and, and get something yeah. a little bit out of. I also just love the fit for him in Indianapolis. I think it fits exactly what Matt uh, what uh, what Frank Reich wants to do with that offense, Uh and he's got the weapons to do it. They just need to get him some help at wide receiver. But I w- I will say for for Indy, you know,
1: if he has a solid two seasons, goes on to retire. I mean, they just get another old ass quarterback to waste some more years. You know, maybe Brady will have another year or two.
0: Brady's now. Brady's Stafford younger will than be up my, there my, in age. Yeah, could have got Matt. They should have just sold out for Matt Stafford, but they didn't, and and look where that got him. Uh. Yeah, Dak Prescott 13, same exact reasons you're talking about. I mean, I've I've definitely liked Dak a lot since he came out of Mississippi State. I, I didn't think he'd be as good as he is. He he almost reminds me too much of Russell Wilson, where like they both come out to start the season hot, right? And like they're just dropping dimes and throwing Four touchdowns, five touchdowns, three touchdowns, one pick, no picks, you know, one pick again. And then they just hit this wall in like the middle of the season. And it's kind of the same thing with Kyler Murray, too, where they like they they start off hot. The offense kind of gets figured out and then they just really can't make the adjustments. The difference is. Dak has no excuse, man. Like, he has had a really good offense, surround, like, pieces wise. He's got Zeke, who's always really, really good. T- Tony Pollard, you know, he had Amari Cooper and CD Lamb and Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz. Like, he had all the weapons. He, there's no excuses. Kyler Murray's got De- DeAndre Hopkins and an old AJ Green, and he's still balling out. Like, Russell Wilson had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to, you know, pretty solid pieces, but literally no running backs besides Rashad Penny, who finally decided to start playing like an NFL player. Like it's that kind of stuff. And and then the failings in the, at the end of the season, like that, that really just turned me off from Dak as a, as a quarterback. Like, can you really win with this guy? I I don't know. Like, yeah, he's, he, he's
1: in that space for me. Dak is where it's like, it's going to be hard to upgrade from him.
0: Exactly. But it's also, that, it, but it, range, it's like, man. but you
1: sort of want to move. Up. I mean, it's, it's almost the same thing as Tony Romo. Yeah. Cause I, I, I'll go to my grave saying that Tony Romo is nowhere near I mean, You let people tell it. He was the worst quarterback in the league. He was a very good quarterback, just the same way that I think Dak Prescott. Is. I
0: think they're the same exact quarterback where it's like, you they're, go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, You're like, all right, we got two hall of fame quarterbacks. Then you go from <laughs> Romo to Dak and you're like, we we got two really good quarterbacks, yeah. but they can't ever win anything. It's like
1: the Hall of Very Good mm-hmm. quarterbacks that you know that really can't get you over the hump. And I just I found it odd that you think that you know Russell Wilson, Kyler, and Dak are just similar quarterbacks. It's just striking. To there's me. Nothing. That they're just there, not. There's just not another example. I, I couldn't exactly that you could pull you. from to think that you know <laughs> they were that you know
0: another similar quarterback. I mean, I, I could probably give you a couple others, but oh, I don't feel don't the worry. need to. I think that
1: was a good sample. I think was- <laughs> <laughs> no, I am curious, though. I am curious. So you had you had Lamar at 12, 12. So spoiler, I have him at eight.
0: That's see that to me is high. Is I, it? I, I, so, so but, but,
1: but let me ask you this a really quick before you, before you tell me why okay. D- did last year play more of a role into it for you. Cause it didn't for, I just sort of threw last year out the window with injuries and such.
0: So I would say the injuries are part of it because to me and, and you and I, you know, we, we've, we talk about this stuff all the time. when we, we, we talk dynasty for running backs, it's almost like once a running back starts getting hurt, then I start to become very skeptical of that player, right? Like unless they're fucking like Adrian Peterson, who can come back from anything, like then fine. For running quarterbacks, once they start getting hurt, it's 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 a whole nother chapter in their career. Andrew Luck was the same way, right? Like he started taking shots and, you know, missing a game or two and you're like, okay. And then, you know, he gets hurt again and you're like, fuck man, like what the fuck is going on? Saw it with Cam Newton a little bit too. Lamar Jackson doesn't have that frame. He doesn't have Cam Newton's frame or Andrew Luck's frame. He's, he's a little more slender in that arm. I just, I just, like, like, I don't know, Frank, like we, we saw Tyler Hunt, like kind of step in there at the end of the year and, and, The offense didn't really improve or drop off that much from what you'd expect. To me, Lamar Jackson is more about his legs, and that's why I put Kyler above him, because I think Kyler Murray is an actual better version of Lamar Jackson, just maybe as an overall player. Arm better, legs equal to almost as good. Like, yeah, Lamar Jackson obviously puts up the numbers, but I think that's because the offense— is designed around doing that. And he has the perfect weapon in Mark Andrews, so he doesn't always have to throw it super far, right? Like, he doesn't have to drop bombs. He can when he needs to, which is why I still think... I still have him above Dak Prescott. You know, 12 isn't a bad spot. I just am concerned about the future with with Lamar Jackson. I just... If he he almost has to sign a contract with the Ravens because there's no other team that would go out of their way to design an offense like that that fits his skill set perfectly. And it I, still hasn't really worked.
1: Yeah, I, I would even I would even wager to say that there's not that many coaches that can do that. That's like, that's like, what I'm
0: saying, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally get that. And I, I agree with every point that you made. I think where we differ, uh, differ is I'm not looking at last year as like all right here's where the injuries start to happen. But you're right, running quarterbacks once that I mean we saw it with Mike Vick, but Mike Vick became a really good pocket quarterback. Um, if Lamar, a similar can, do that, build as Lamar he can shoot but up. And 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 see he and that's can. what I was that's what I was gonna say is for me Lamar has shown me enough with the arm that I think he has the ability to but I think it becomes a delicate balance with really athletic quarterbacks because it's like you can't completely take away
0: their legs. It's what we saw that with with Mitch and the Bears. We saw the same thing with when they try to completely Culler take too. it away. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it, it's but it's also like I don't want you to get hurt. But do, do I take away that sort of electric part of your game that changes the game that that can quite literally win us like an extra three ball games this particular year? to almost like sacrifice maybe the back end of two of your years. If we do that for, you know what I mean? Like it does become that really weird balance, but I think he has the arm talent to do it. I I don't think, I don't think he struggles like reading defenses or anything like that. I don't think, you know, defenses, uh, you know, disguised defenses give him a, a, a ton of, of trouble. I I've seen in years past, where it almost looks like some a lot of plays are designed as like look one, two reads and go. Your legs are too good for you to sit back there and just take a sack. Right. And it's like I, again if if you if you were to guarantee me that, yeah, here's where the injuries start to happen, then okay, I'm I'm more towards you. But I don't think so. I, I think last year was a weird year. I think he gets gets back on track. That's why I had him higher. But I can just hop in really quick from six to ten because he's eight for me. So six for me was Joe Burrow. Um, I wanted badly to put him in the top five. I really did. Uh, seven for me was Justin Herbert, and that was actually a mental debate as to who. But you can't, I, I mean, Joey B doing what he did last year. You can't, you know, you can't put Herbert over him, in my opinion. Uh, eight was uh, Lamar Jackson. Nine was Derek Carr. Ten was Matthew Stafford. I I, I struggled a lot with Stafford, to be honest with you. Um, and I hope this doesn't sound disrespectful, because the way that I describe Jared Goff is like, he kind of is who w- what's around him. I look at Stafford in a similar manner, just with better arm talent. Like he clearly has the better arm there. But I also think if you, I mean, we saw it in Detroit. I know Detroit is a clusterfuck and this and that, but like when they surrounded him with averageness, the team was average. When he goes to LA, the team is great. He has the arm to to do things. Like it it doesn't seem like he uplifts or holds back, but I do think he did win them some games. Like he made some big time throws down the stretch. And I also think having a good coach helped with that. So I thought 10 for me, was a proper place to put him, um, Herbert. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Everything in my heart wanted to put him lower than that, just because how disappointed I was with the Chargers. Yeah. But his tape is too fucking good. Like he he he's a really good quarterback. And you
0: can't argue the numbers either. And you can't like, argue the like numbers. Like if you wanted yeah. to be like, well, maybe he had... dude threw 38 touchdowns and 15 picks, and also threw five five <laughs> for five thousand.
1: It was like 51. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's nuts. So I mean, the talent is for him to do what he did in his first two years. That's that's insane. I mean if Justin Fields, speaking as a Bears fan can take any sort of step like that, I were in fucking phenomenal shape. Um I'd said my piece about Lamar. Derek Carr for me, I he's such a good quarterback to me. I yeah. I he he's in between like very good and elite. If if there's something if there's a word that we can etch him in there for, he is that for me. Because it's clear that he won them. You can win games because of Derek Carr. You're not just winning. I mean, who were his receivers last year? His best receiver got a DUI and killed somebody. Like, he was out for the most of the year. Zay Jones is okay. solid. You know, Jaguars wide receiver too, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian Edwards. I mean, what are we talking Darren Waller was hurt most of last year. year old
0: tight end, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, what are we talking Like, this dude's putting up... The- and much to my surprise... I knew his stats were good the last few years. Let me make sure that I'm getting this right. But I looked it up just to take a gander. One, two, three, one, two, four straight 4,000-yard 4, seasons. And 30, two other years were, uh, if you go further than that, were 3,900. Just like 50 yards off of 4,000. I mean, this guy fucking produces, man. Yeah. And And just thinking of like... When you think of good quarterbacks, you sort of think of moments. And just, like, thinking of that fucking Kansas City game last year, walk-off, tutty, I mean, like, he's starting to even gather some moments. And that's why that's why I told you, like, the same way that I that we talked about Dak, like, he's one of those guys that maybe you want to upgrade from because you do want elite. You don't want to get stuck in, like, middle land. But I think he's better than middle land. But it's also, like, who do you replace him with? You're not getting any of the guys. What are you going to trade for, Joe Burrow? Like, who, who are you trading for that's better than <laughs> right. Derek Carr? Who are you drafting? Because he's going to win you minimum eight, seven, eight games. You know, like, who who are you getting that's better than it? And it's like, so for him to be in all these trade rumors, it's so strange to me. Yeah. Because I don't think if you're his agent, you're not asking for Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes. You're not asking for things. Like, you're not going to get that. No, No one on the open market, I think, is going to pay you that either. Let's just say, like, I don't know, something happens with Cleveland, they're desperate, Watson gets indicted on something, random example that I came with, and then like they're desperate for quarterback, cars a free agent, they're not giving him that money. I don't care how desperate you are is the point that I'm making. It's like, you're not giving him Josh Allen money, but I think he he warrants like Kirk Cousins money, maybe not all the guarantee, but like, why wouldn't you give him what Kirk has got? He's better than Kirk, I think very clearly better than Kirk. He like, he wins more than Kirk too.
0: And those and those touchdown numbers will definitely go up, obviously, with Devontae Adams as, you know, his new wide receiver. He might fuck
1: around and go for five thousand this year, bro.
0: The Bears haven't had a single quarterback throw for four thousand yards. So the fact that he's done it four straight seasons, you can't really take that for granted at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I had six Justin Herbert. Seven was Deshaun Watson. uh, Eight was Matt Stafford. Nine was Kyler and 10 was Derek Carr. Stafford for me, I put him at eight. Because, I mean, man, yeah, all the Rams needed was the right quarterback to win a Super Bowl, and he did. He did just that. He played like really well in that Super Bowl, Frank. And look, man, I, I know sometimes it's all about fit. I just think in Detroit, you saw flashes of what he could be with just the right pieces around him, the right coaches. Not Jeff Schwartz or uh, Jim Schwartz is his head coach who challenges, fumbles, and then loses that fumble for a touchdown. It was still one of the funniest fucking things of all time. Uh, I, Matt Stafford is a top 10 quarterback. And, and again, I, I think that Super Bowl really adds to his resume. The, the Hall of Fame first round stuff, I, I don't know about that. I'm not going to make an argument for that. But there were guys that, that I couldn't put below him. And that I couldn't put really put above him either. Um, like you were talking about Justin Herbert, I wanted. I was almost. I, I was almost trying to fit him into the top five because I think just talent wise, he deserves to be there. But there's a difference between numbers and wins, and he needs to start winning. He needs to start putting the team on. And, and granted, I know that defense was just fucking ravaged by injuries they've obviously made some upgrades and improvements so uh to the team overall but he's in a really good position you know we we talked about Dak Prescott being in a good offense and with pieces around him Justin Herbert really doesn't have excuses either right he's got he's got Eckler he's got Keenan Allen he's got Mike Williams on a new contract like he's got some really good pieces around him and that's why he does put up numbers but they need to start winning games they can't Last year can't happen again, or he or he may <laughs> he may drop a little bit. Uh one guy we haven't talked about, Deshaun Watson, Frank. I, I had a little tougher of a time placing him, um, just from a quarterback perspective. Seven felt like a good spot. He's still like I'd I'd rather have his talent over Matt Stafford as my quarterback and even Derek Carr. But he's not top five because he hasn't played in a year, right? We don't know exactly what he's going to look like in this Browns offense. Where did you, did you have him top five?
1: I, I had him right at number five.
0: Okay. And that's
1: right where I had him before, you know, all the off the field stuff happened. Because if you remember, and, and I can't counter the argument of he hasn't played in a year. That's just a, a stone cold fact. So if that is a criteria to knock someone down, I ha- I can only respect that. Um, you know, we're not fucking skip in, in, in Shannon, but for me going from 2019 to 2020, when, when they traded, um, uh, fucking
0: Deandre Hopkins,
1: Deandre Hopkins. And I remember telling you, I was like, look, we're going to really know what we have in Deshaun Watson, because I, I remember in the years, past and he's a young quarterback. So it it was what it was, but it was like, Hey, he, uh, got bailed out a couple times more than a couple times by this guy because he's an elite receiver i get it it's still it, it's part of it is like you're you're a young quarterback that trusts one of the best if not the best receiver in the league at that point i get it but you don't got that in your back pocket anymore let's see and he went for forty eight hundred yards thirty three touchdowns and seven picks with a seventy percent completion percentage without yeah. his best i mean again i even feel a little weird just like fawning over him the way that I am because of the weird stuff of all the field, but just talent wise, dude, this dude is, is he's elite. Um, and I hope, I don't know if there is a such thing as a human being to like rectify a situation like that. I hope that there is, um, just on a human level, you know, if there's something that you can be a net positive as a human being, I, I I hope that, you know, that, that can be a thing. um, but just on the football field, he's again. I I can't. If the year played into it for you, I understand. It did not for me. I think he's gonna plug right in. I, I think he's one of those quarterbacks. He he proved to me in Houston. You plug him in anywhere, he can make the Lions a fucking playoff contender. Like that's how good he is. Yeah. Um. So he was number five for me. Uh. And 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 just sort of sort of how you said, like you were looking at the list as like who do I want for this year or who do I want like this talent? Uh, you know, upside part of the list, and that was mine too. Top five for me was like, put up or shut up. The same the way you talked about Herbert. Like, hey, the stats are nice, my guy. You're slitting in at number six or number seven. You can't be top five until you know you really do the thing. And for me, Pat Mahomes was number one. Uh, number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Josh Allen. I I wanted to get spicy and throw Josh at number one. I I, I stand by this. That was that was the off the top of my head, single most impressive quarterback play i've seen in a playoff game and he won he lost the game which wasn't his fault but god damn was josh allen fucking perfect that game against the chiefs that was such an insane showing uh and then four for me aaron Rodgers. five for me is deshaun watson um i don't know how you know how much more in depth we have to get with these guys are just stone cold killers uh Outside of maybe you know what Watson could be a little bit lower, I totally get that. But the, the top four, that's the top four in whatever order you, you want to put them in. I don't think I don't think there you can really make an argument that anyone can be over those guys. Uh I, did. I mean do you agree?
0: Did you? No. I did. Who were your four? I had, I had Pat Mahomes, number one, Josh uh-huh. Allen number two. huh. Number three was was Q on Rogers. Right. Number four, Joey B. Number oh, five really? was Brady. Get Brady out of there. He's wow. fucking done. He's fucking toast. He Doesn't have his little little receiving buddies. He doesn't have Chris Godwin for for part of the season. Maybe you know, maybe I mean, I'm sure he'll probably have his. Uh, you know, he'll probably come back earlier than I than I think he will. Um, I, I know, I know, I know. Brady was, Jackie.
1: He tossed for 5,300 yards last year, 43 <laughs> touchdowns and 12 picks. I mean, I, I still Give me Joe don't understand. Give
0: me Joe I, Burrow. The end. of, Listen, Frank. The end of that season. Like again, again, you, you can you can make your list however you want to. I'm not saying Tom Brady isn't isn't going to be isn't going to be maybe finish the season as the number 1 quarterback. I'm just saying based off of a couple different factors what, you know, going into this year, what the future would look like as well. I don't know how you look at what Joe Burrow did last at the end of last year to get the Bengals to where they got. And and think that he he's not a top five quarterback? That's insane to me. You disrespected Joe Joe Burrow a, by keeping I, it on him out top five. I don't care. I don't care what you had. You're wrong for doing so. All right. Tom Brady's fucking done. He's over the hill. He retired. All right.
1: Hey, if 5,300 yards and 43 touchdowns is over the hill, Justin, get old quick. Okay, it's, because we're it, gonna it, need that.
0: It, it it is insane. You know what he what he was able to do i not. Did I'm you not know he's deny. old? Did you
1: know Tom Brady's old?
0: No. He's what? He's old. He's old. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's news to me. Um, But I think I don't know. I I didn't really have a problem with putting him in a five. I I know. I I honestly, I'd rather you make the argument that Rogers should be below Brady. I'd be okay with that. Aaron Rodgers without. I had Aaron
1: Rodgers below Brady. I had Brady at two.
0: If you were telling me that though, I would. I would. I I would listen to that. I know, but you didn't make that argument. You just said that Joe Burrow doesn't deserve to be there, and you're wrong. Because where did Tom Brady get in the playoffs? Nowhere,
1: uh, that, Jackie. He gets- get
0: anywhere. He's never won anything.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, let's. I you but know no. I, I'm really curious to see. If- Give me
0: if- a two. I can't believe you disrespect your guy Josh. He's your guy. And you I put know. him lower than Brady? Come
1: on. What, what, what did he go? What did he go for last year? Let's let's look at his stats.
0: And don't forget the rushing stats either, because you know Brady didn't have any. Ooh, he maybe had like one, one or two rushing touchdowns. No, you maybe. know what
1: though? You know what? Now that I'm looking up his game log, it, it, granted it's, it doesn't take away from it. He's still number three for me. He had a couple ugly lows last year.
0: Well, see, that's so. So when you were, I, making I, I remember that, those
1: games because I, I needed making... him to win me fantasy games.
0: Yeah, when you were making those disrespectful comments about why I had certain quarterbacks grouped together, Josh Allen was an example I was going to use. The only difference is at the end of the year, he started playing a lot better than than those you other just, people I was but talking about. You didn't
1: about. you you didn't use him. Uh,
0: it was just it was strange <laughs> to me that those were the three that that's all well, I told. I didn't perfect, say anything. It wasn't a perfect comparison. That's why I'm just I'm just the others were. All right? Why were those others perfect, Because they were bad and that, that didn't get better. Right. Josh ah, Allen was bad and then he got huh. better because he's intelligent. All right. Cause he's, <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> he's a gamer. Christ, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's the first a, one in. He's a,
1: he's a fucking gamer.
0: Yeah. First one in, last one out. Well, no, I guess that's why the can't,
1: why, why can't I find his, his rushing stats?
0: Cause you're, you're bad at 40, your job.
1: 4,400 yards passing.
0: He had, uh, let's see. It's 700 yards, six touchdowns, seven hundred and sixty-three yards.
1: Six. So I mean, he, he yeah, it was It still wasn't over the
0: total that that Brady threw for. Yeah, well, Brady sucks. He was in a bad division. Listen, um, no, but no, I
1: I am curious though. Not counting if like Brady or Rodgers retires, who do you have outside of your top ten that you think realistically, or even top five, could like shoot up? Burrow for me can
0: I think it's I think well I have Burrow in my top 5. You have talent. Burrow in
1: your 5 already, yeah.
0: Um I Herbert is an obvious answer. There there's no doubt to, uh, to me that he has top 5 talent. Absolutely. I don't know about next year. I, I think Justin Fields will eventually get there. I hope so. I, I think Trevor Lawrence I think his ceiling is a little bit lower than Justin Fields, if I'm being completely honest. I know that might sound crazy because all we hear is, you know, he's the prototypical quarterback, you know, this and that. There were just some throws and decisions that I saw last year from Trevor Lawrence where I'm like, because, and 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 this is what I, I'm comparing him to this because this is all I heard, was that he is Andrew Luck 2.0. We've never seen a prospect like this since Andrew Luck. He, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck. I didn't see those decisions and that some of those throws. Andrew Luck won 11 games in his first season. Like, granted, that was with Bruce Arians, you know, for for the second half of the season. And, you know, or as, as the offensive coordinator for the entire season, I should say. But even, I mean, Andrew Luck—you saw it. He was one of those guys that could win no matter who his offensive coordinator, you know, no matter what the system was, no matter who he had around him, all that stuff. Like he just won games. I don't see that from Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I see more of like a like a Derek Carr. Like that's kind of where I see him right now. Granted, he he can still, you know, he has a, a really good arm. I think he can take a good, a really good step. I'm just curious to see what that looks like in year two. Whereas, like Justin Fields, like what you were talking about, if those throws that he's making, where he's rolling to his left, turns the body and still fires something down to like a backup's backup's backup tight end, if he can, if that becomes a consistent thing, he's he's going to be a top ten quarterback at the very least.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not mad at the take because I think both of them have the talent to be top ten. I I, I think you know, if, if they can put it together. The only thing that scares me about this particular season with Justin Fields, and this is a Bears podcast through and through. So we'll, we'll get to a lot of this in, more in depth is just the lack of reps. Like I, I I would rather be in Trevor Lawrence's situation. Cause he, he saw everything last year. He played every yeah. game. That's what's I, I, fields was hurt for some of the time. But some of the time was our coaching staff being fucking idiots. Like, you know, I, I've said it before, we're gonna say it again because this is just sort of the theme of the offseason. This offseason should have been last offseason. This upcoming season should have been last season. You put all the young guys out there, you let them all get reps, you see what you have in people, you cut the the old players, you trade Khalil Mack, and maybe you get a first last offseason. Like that all should have happened. And like that's what that's what scares me, is like we're heading into a, a, a year now where like this year should have already happened. Barring any injury, he should have played every single game that he was healthy for. And get him, you know, get him that experience. Let him learn from the live reps and adjust from what defenses are doing to him. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this next season that on the surface it looks like Trevor Lawrence is starting to create separation from Justin Fields because he got that rookie year out of the way. He's gotten everything. Now he gets to improve on that. Now he gets to really study his own tape and see what he was doing wrong fundamentally, see what he was doing wrong with the footwork, see what defenses were doing and how he reacted and how he should have when the disguise blitz came and this and that, like Justin doesn't have all that. Cause our, cause fucking Matt Nagy was an idiot. He didn't even have first team reps in practices for <laughs> until week three. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that's what's, what, what is very annoying and scary to me about this situation is like, we may be going into year three look, you know, w- uh, with the quarterback that's like, okay, this is going to be the year. Like he's got it all. He got the experience now. Now he go, this should have been that year.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Now, I'm not saying again, I'm not saying that I think either one will be top ten next year. I don't I don't think either one to me, like I I hope I you know I hope they move up in those in the rankings that we have like, like maybe they surpass Dak or Lamar or Kyler in, in you know our cases where we ha- have them outside the you know the very fringe top ten. I don't know if they'll get there this year, but I would expect them to both surpass like Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins and Jalen Hurts. Like the, that should be the bar uh, that they should look to clear for this season.
1: I agree. And they have the talent to do it, though. That, that's the thing. Yeah, they they, they are. They are insanely talented. So if two people can jump very high up, it, it can be those two. Anyone else in that ballpark? I don't think I see anyone else making
0: like. I mean, maybe huge, Trey, like, maybe Trey Lance, depending on, on, you know, if, fuck man, if, even if, if he even starts, right. We, we don't know that he's guaranteed to be the starter considering, yeah. you know, you still have Jimmy G down there in, in San Francisco and you know that we didn't even, you know, really talk about, you know, where we think Baker could be because nobody wants him. Why would anyone trade for him? Why would they give up capital for that, for that guy? Like no team is really looking to yeah. do so right now.
1: I think the and only team that makes sense is Seattle, right?
0: Seattle, maybe Carolina, but
1: that, but that, I mean, but Carolina just gave up a ton of draft picks for I another know. quarterback. You're picks. not going to
0: have to give up a lot though for, for Baker. I wouldn't think.
1: I get it. But it's, it's also like, even that let's just count Carolina, if Carolina and Seattle are the only two teams. You don't have very much leverage. I would assume both of them are going to hold out until they can pay you the cheapest amount that they can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Browns kind of screwed themselves, and and you know, as much as you know, as low as you and I both feel about uh, about Baker as we do, you do kind of have to feel for the guy to a certain extent. Like it's it's a, it's a tough situation to be in. He was hurt last year. I know he's you know he, not everybody deserves you know chance after chance, but like they just didn't handle that situation very well. And yeah, and- I think. It just it, the whole situation is gross in general with the Browns and kind of how they went about it overall. So
1: agreed. I think through and through last year, I do feel bad for Baker because it's 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 one of those things where you know I, I see it a lot in boxing. It's like you have to save a fighter from himself sometimes. If someone's getting the shit kicked out of them when they keep going up there round after round, and it's very clear that they're hurt, they're concussed, like this may be causing long term damage to them. As a trainer, you have to. I don't care if he's going to be mad at you. You have to sit it. And I felt that way, not to the degree of like brain damage, but like with the boxer, but like, why are you letting this guy play? His shoulder clearly is not there. I know it was the off hand, but that's still, or the off shoulder, one throwing shoulder, that still means something. Like yeah. you you, you need that to move. You need that for mobility. You need that for torque. Like it's not the biggest part of, of, of a throw, but that goes into a throw. Yeah. Like you're holding the ball up still with both hands before you throw Like, Come on, man. What 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 are we? doing? You're scared to take hits at that point. I would assume if your fucking shoulders jacked up, I wouldn't want to take it from a three hundred pound lineman. I'm thinking twice. You're making business decisions to a certain degree. You can't blame him for that. So it's like they, they yeah. Last year they you know, I I I did feel bad for him. On the flip end too though, just hearing, which I, it kind of becomes a, a double edged sword. Which maybe we even have like a whole Baker Mayfield podcast if you if and when he gets <laughs> traded. But it's like you know you hear the oh he's he's petty and and he can do different thing but that's kind of what also made him fucking good in college it's what made him good that year that they were with the playoffs because he was fucking petty and he had a chip on his shoulder so when when the going gets rough you can't just expect someone to not be them anymore you know what i mean it's like it, it becomes that weird balance between the two so yeah he, that's going to be an interesting interesting name to uh, to keep up with but if you're Seattle, I think it almost makes sense because they're not rebuilding. Pete Carroll's 90 years old. They're not rebuilding. Go get someone who's sort of established and, and like fucking roll the dice again.
0: Agreed. Um, Yeah, I think that that pretty much covers uh, this ep- episode of the Corked Up podcast. Obviously, we didn't talk about, you know, Pat Mahomes and how he's, you know, he was doing Mahomesian things ever since the beginning of time. Yeah. And then quarterbacks started following suit. Um, they they took a look in their magic mirror and were like, "This guy is going to be the way to do it." So we got to start doing Mahomesian things. I know Frank is just dying for for you know Juju and and Jackson Mahomes to really get at it with those TikToks. <laughs> Can't even say it with a straight face. I will be curious to see Pat Mahomes without Tyreek Hill because same you, you, one they're almost synonymous with each other. Like we didn't really talk a lot about. Tyreek Hill getting traded. So we'll definitely do that um, a little bit more on the next podcast. Cause because I mean it came out of nowhere and it just it happened that day. The news broke and then he was gone. It was it was insane. So I'm I'm curious to see what that offense does, um, you know, without a guy like that. Um we also have you know some draft stuff we want to get to, um, you know, do our quarterback rankings of this draft, which I mean, I think it's pretty clear at this point, but maybe there's some some diamonds in the rough Frank. Um, and we'll talk about wide receivers, maybe ones that the Bears can can target in the draft. Um, so we still have a lot to do for this offseason. Frank, I will talk to you next week, man.
1: Absolutely. And before anyone bitches at us, Patrick Mahomes' quote-unquote down year was 4,800 yards, 37 touchdowns, 13, or 37 touchdowns, 13 picks. We don't got to go in depth. He's fucking number one. All right. Later, everybody. <laughs>